there, everyone, and welcome back to Skyrim 10 AD, ASA Podcasting's D&D Adventures in Skyrim. Um, t- it has been 10 years since Alduin, the World Eater, was defeated at the hands of the Dragonborn. But it is not his tale we are here to tell. Join us as new travellers take up the challenge of conquering the frozen north. And uh, this week we shall have um, our intrepid adventurers uh, introduce themselves in order of beard length. (laughs) (laughs) A very, very important statistic (laughs) in this land of Skyrim. (laughs) <laughs> okay, how many knuckles? <laughs> yeah, no, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a tough one. That's close. Yeah, we'll let Colin be the judge. Um, I I like the funky split in two thing Ray Ray's got going there, so I'm gonna go with Ray. <laughs> Not unless um, uh, Botty's got uh, anything that she's hiding back there. Uh, I've, I've trimmed up recently. Sorry, guys. Uh, all right, well, uh, uh, Jaquai Chang Kane is a Khajiit monk. Uh, he is uh, traveling to Skyrim to search for his brother um, and uh, ran into a couple of other travelers and uh, joined the band. And they have been uh, adventuring around Skyrim. And uh, now they're uh, they're on their way uh, towards um, Whiterun to see if they can find any information about his uh, his brother. Okay, excellent. And uh, next we have um, Young Mouse. Yes, uh, this is Victor. I am playing Septimus Vulpin, a.k.a. Mouse, who is a young-ish, 24-year-old Imperial who grew up in Skyrim, has a somewhat tragic past, orphaned twice, the second time at the age of 14, and pretty much lived on his own on the streets and uh, at the hands of others until not too long ago when he decided to venture out and uh, become a guide for uh, travelers coming into Skyrim. That's when he met uh, the rest of the crew here near uh, south of Falkreath and uh, well, after they came to Falkreath anyway. Uh, And he's been guiding them ever since, uh, sometimes competently and other times not so much. Awesome. And next we have. Uh, it's probably going to be a judgment call uh, from uh, from Botty to say uh, who's in the lead there. Uh, I'm sl- maybe just slightly bushier than uh, Luke at this point. Um, Botty's beard, nice and not <laughs> not quite as nice. As um, Botty uh, is a elf obsessed with the dragonborn she is a history collector and a story creator uh, very young um 
maybe a little hot under the collar, a little little bit um, reactive instead of thinking sometimes. Uh, jumps to conclusions and to action might get her into trouble. Her mouth also might not help with scenarios sometimes. But she is a grand companion, a pleasure to be around. Everyone's uh, favorite, especially Mouse, as, as she plays his favorite tunes over and over. And she's glad to, ha- to uh, have the company of Luke, who she met coming across the border. And uh, they stumbled upon their friend, Jacquai, um, helping him out in a, in a little bit of a kerfuffle he was having. And been a best of companions ever since. And, and Body's happy to ride along to collect the stories and to see what information she can find of the Dragonborn and, and their adventures. Awesome. Okay. Thanks, Body. That leaves, uh, that leaves Luke, who is uh, sort of the... <laughs> we have a cat, we have a mouse, we have a, <laughs> we, we have a Luke, we have a Body. Uh, Luke is uh, uh, a little bit the uh, opposite of mouse in many respects. He's probably twice his size and not quite twice his age, a little, little older, uh, hopefully wiser, maybe. Um, Luke was a Nord raised in Cyrodiil. So again, just about the opposite of, uh, of Mouse, who uh, voluntarily left home after some, uh, uh, some personal tragedy that he's really never, never spoken about, but it's clearly played a role in some of the things he's, he's encountered since uh, he joined, uh, entered Skyrim with, with his new friends. Uh, and uh, he, he uh, if, if <laughs> not sure if we would have uh, taken up with Mouse if it had not been uh, a, a strong hint from, from Luke's uh, deity, uh, Kinnerath, to, uh, to, to take on a guide. And since Mouse was the first person offering guide services when we showed up in, uh, in Skyrim, we thought, well, it seemed like a good idea at the time. So, uh, and and uh, the rest is, as they say, history, as we've uh, had the past 30 or so episodes. So. Uh, Look forward to seeing what kind of trouble we can get into tonight. Awesome. Thank you very much, guys. And um, uh, on the story so far, um, our uh, young adventurers, as you've been told, they're um, with a, a little of their introduction. Um, Botty, uh, Luke, and Jaquai have recently entered into Skyrim. Uh, by the way, the border. Um, the Cyrodiil Hammerfell border, uh, just um, south of Falkreath, and uh, had uh, many adventures and uh, some ups and downs. Uh, seemed to gain some friends, and um, had a fight with a couple of things. Uh, most notably, uh, a couple of Draugr and uh, a rather nasty alchemist. Um, since then, they have uh, gained the friendship of the steward of uh, Falkreath, but um, and the friendship of uh, two young adventurers just fresh out of uh, the orphanage. Um, young um, George, uh, a uh, redguard uh, female, and Lenny, a rather large Nord man. Um, feeling that their um, business had concluded in uh, Falkreath, that they had seemingly left it in better condition than they found it. Uh, they headed on down the road towards uh, Whiterun Holt in uh, search of information um, about the whereabouts of Jaquai's older brother, who seems to have been missing for a number of years. Uh, along the road, um, 
Luke was introduced to um, the Guardian Stones um, on the way to uh, uh, Riverwood. Um, upon touching one of the stones, the Warrior Stone, um, he was given a vision of um, of his pa- of his recent past and what possible future may lie ahead of him if he chooses to continue um, and the struggles. Um, he met up with um, somebody else from his past um, and managed to free him of um, a certain circumstance that wasn't too optimal for somebody in the afterlife. Um, with this new information, very uh, quietly, um, Luke soldiered on and marched along behind the rest of the party, um, but in very silent contemplation, thinking about what seemingly is lying ahead. Um, Once uh, reaching uh, Riverwood, they uh, came across a rather strange individual who seemed to have prior knowledge of the party. Um, But with uh, pressing matters at hand, they decided to carry on on towards um, Whiterun and headed off into uh, across the bridge and along the river and are now heading down the road towards White Run Hold. They have just crested the top of the hill and now see the uh, the open plains, the farmlands and the city atop the hill far off and are now heading down the road towards the uh, crossroads where uh, Hunting Brew Meadery uh, is at the edge of the crossroads just along the side of the bridge of the river. So, welcome guys. Welcome to the party. Um, is there anything you would like to accomplish on your um, jaunty walk as you're um, crossing the bridge and heading down uh, to the river to your right? You have, if you look to your right and up, you have um, the throat of the wall. You have uh, High Harothgar at the top of the mountain there. It's uh, Kine's sacred mountain as you're walking along. Uh, it'll probably take you a few days to get there, but you're just cresting the bridge now and you're looking down and um, you see the crosswords and you see Hunting Broom Meadery as you're walking down. You're uh, muted there. Sorry, um, sorry. Yeah, I realize. Uh, you're saying it'll, it'll take a few days to get where? It took you a few days to get from the bridge out oh, of uh, White right. but Now you're uh, you're above. You can see Huntingbrook Moody, Moody down at the bottom of the road, and you're just heading down. But as you're walking along uh, the four years, is there anything that you'd uh, like to discuss or sort of like uh, party along with? Well, how far are we from from White Run now, uh, in terms of hours or days? Um. Oh, sorry, what was it? How far are we in in time from White Run? Uh, from from get, White Run, uh, you're probably about um, like a fifteen twenty minute walk to the. Um, oh, I've forgotten the name of it now. The, to the Hudding Brew Meadery, and then it's probably an hour or two walk from there uh, to the city. Okay. Um. Uh, guys, um, I would like to take a break and perhaps just, uh, uh, if you don't mind, I'm just going to, uh, uh, 
go around and kind of hunker down behind this that big rock over there. Uh, I'll I'll be back in, in in a minute or two. I I got some herbs for that if you really need something, but uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, no, no. To be very to be very honest with you, uh, I I would like to uh, um, adjust my appearance a little bit before we arrive in in the city of White Run. So uh, I'm just going to. Uh, Go take care of that if you don't mind. Okay. So Mouse is, Mouse is going to go uh, around uh, and uh, use his disguise kit. Okay. And uh, did you? Um, uh, let me see. Profi- I think you have proficiency in that as well. Yes, so we, we talked roll. about that. A few yep. Well, yeah. Yeah, so um, I think it's um, dexterity check, I believe, for uh, a disguise kit. It should have it written next to disguise kit, what it is, and you had your proficiency bonus. A natural 20. Oh, yeah. So um, what would you like uh, like to look like? Do you want to sort of like completely change your appearance, or do you just want to... I'd like to change it as much as possible. Uh, like I'm going to uh, uh, grow a, a rather a handsome uh, goatee and a, and a very nice uh, uh, bushy mustache that kind of curls at the ends. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, I think I'm, I'll stick with the with the reddish hair, but make it a little redder. Um, and uh, um, I'm not sure what else I can do uh, with disguise kit uh there's no real description of what exactly is in a disguise kit that i could find maybe i just missed uh, no it's, it's just provincial where if you're um it's just so nobody doesn't recognize you as you yeah. um if um but the you can sort of like alter your clothing but obviously if you're going to alter your clothing that means you're taking your armor off uh, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. I, I, yeah. can, I, I thought about an eye patch, but uh, I don't think that's that just sets. Yeah, that kind of makes you stand out even more. Yeah, yeah, it makes you stand out. So I, I just like to alter my facial features uh, a little bit. Perhaps um, I can uh, change the shape of my nose slightly. Um, and, uh, and that would Chico, I could help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> perhaps your scars. Your body would like to. A couple punches as well. He's going to get in there. Uh, so anyway, that's 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 what Mouse would like to do. I, I suppose that would take about you know maybe an hour at the most. Are you familiar with the phrase El Caban? <laughs> no, actually. The it's a, a loot to the face. <laughs> uh, invented by Pete Townsend, perhaps. <laughs> uh, uh, is there uh, anything else anybody would like to do? So the, the, uh, this is not urgent, but, but at some uh, sort of take it as a given that at some point over our long travels, Luke's tried to get the. Remember, we left back all that political nonsense in Falkreath with the uh, the Queen Bee trying to muscle in. I, I, I uh, you know, Luke's kind of a he's an ancient history nerd, but doesn't know too much about current history. So he he tries to. Yeah, I guess Mouse is probably the only one who would have any background. So we don't have to get into it here in the 
on the uh, on the sh- on the show, but that is something that Luke is, is very curious about. Is like, what's what is this a common thing, or is this something that's been brewing since the the events of uh, the the Dragonborn War, or or, or what uh, and, and the uh, and the Civil War, or what, what's uh, what what's uh, what's sort of the normal course here? Is this sort of political intrigue common among the holds? Because um, it was a interesting little uh, interesting. Uh, Sort of confrontation between uh, Mavis, uh, Mavis, Mavis, Maven, Blackbriar, and uh, and the uh, the Jarl there in, in Falkreath. Sorry, were you asking me? Or are you asking? No, it's just uh, I I don't I don't think I don't want to get us off track here, but it's just I just wanted to sort of note that since that was something we we uh, we we. Uh, uh, maybe we can actually even deal with it uh, off air since it's not. I don't, I don't have a sense it's critical for today, so I didn't want to take any more time other than to note that Luke had a lot of curiosity about that. So, uh, well, if you, uh, if you wanted to ask somebody, uh, probably um, Mouse would probably be the person to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll, 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 I'll we'll, maybe we'll, Colin, maybe off, off, off mic, we can uh, maybe uh, just, just do a little quick email or messaging or something just so we can figure out what mouse knows and uh and, and luke is very curious about uh, about that but uh, i don't i don't think it's germane to what we're trying to do here and uh and uh in uh, uh in white run today so just, um give me um one second so Sorry about this. I've got a technical issue here. Uh, if you want to talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> so, uh, what do you think of my new disguise, guys? Uh, did you recognize me when I came around from around that rock there? So, does the uh, does the new look come with a new moniker? Uh, not amongst ourselves, no. You can you can refer to me as Mouse. Okay. I just uh, you know uh, let's just say that uh, I'd prefer to be as anonymous as possible when we when we enter White Run. I do know my array around the city. I do know some secret passages uh, if we want to get places uh, quickly. So uh, just ask me, and uh, I will show you the way. Is there something we need to know? Uh, at this point, is there something you need to know about Whiterun? Or why you need to be hush-hush about it? I think we can leave that to uh, uh, just a finger to the side of the nose. Then, then Whiterun in general? It's a big city. I think you'll enjoy it. Especially you, Body. I think you'll find... Uh, that big building you can see at the top of the hill there, I think you'll find that most interesting. I've, I've heard people call it Dragon Search. <laughs> yeah, there's a certain card driver that keeps calling it that. I've, I've encountered him once or twice. Uh, but uh, it, no, it's Dragon's Reach. It has an interesting history. I've heard the dragonborn has his thumbprint on there. 
Oh, that would be only the most recent. It's much older than that. I'm interested to hear it. I love the stories. Let's go hear them. Well, so, Bobby, uh, do you know any songs about White Run? Or that involve White Run in any way? Well, if you mean some a destination where the Dragonborn might come. Or some other famous person in history that might have been through uh, White Run. There are no other famous people in history. (laughs) (laughs) God almighty. Okay. So Mouse finally convinced you to stop singing about Ragnar. (laughs) That's just because he loves the Dragonborn comes so much that it's, it's his only request recently. Mouse kicks a rock violently. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll play Ragnar over and over. <sighs> so, I'm hoping that the the Khajiit caravan will be there. I'd certainly like to conduct business with them as uh, well as find out about my brother, but... Uh, um, well, we we will probably find them on the outside of the city. So that is something I've been meaning to ask you more about. Anyway, we've been traveling for a time now with each other, and I still don't know a ton about the, your relationship with your brother, who he was, and and why we're, we're. I understand the importance of why, where you know you need to rescue and save. But what what's what what is, what do we know anything really? What's going on here? Yep. So. Uh, when I was very young, uh, my brother cared for me. Uh, my parents have been long gone. And uh, uh, Ren was a, uh, a, a very good brother. He took care of me. He looked out for me and um, you know, never held anything back from me as far as um, how to survive and he took me to the uh, the temple to um, study under my master uh, when I was <clears throat> just you know just beginning to physically develop and and uh, then he left uh, on a on a quest of his own and left me with the master uh, who raised me the rest of the way and and taught me everything I know he um, he and I were uh, together often we were apart because I would go off into the into the wilderness uh, for months at a time uh, practicing survival and and uh, developing my martial arts and uh, I happened to be at the monastery one day and a courier came uh, with a letter and it was from somebody neither my master or I knew but uh, he was uh, desperately searching for Zarendar. Um, and so my master was concerned because, uh, you know, there was some, some potentially negative, um, references to the, uh, to the Dar in, in Khajiit. And so he wanted me to go find my brother and, and see if he was in need of help. 
So that that's what sent me on my quest and how I ended up uh, running into you guys. Uh, and so I, I need to find out about that. Uh, now with our adventures uh, and the offer from um, the Arl in uh, Falkreath uh, to uh, buy Helgen, uh, it's it's certainly something that uh, is an enticing offer for uh, both the Khajiit caravans and for my monastery. Um, if we're able to come to an agreement, I'll um, send word to the, to the monastery uh, to send some additional monks down to um, to, to start uh, developing a new enclave uh, in this area to you know recruit more people into uh, into our order. You mentioned your monastery numerous times. Forgive me, I, I know uh, not a lot about the Khajiit and their ways. Is, is there? Could you give me a a brief introduction to the the Khajiit monastery? What your teachings are there? What what your background of learning would be there? Religious and and school wise and otherwise. Well, so mostly it's just um, you know control of mind and body. Um, you know, learning how to, uh, you know, use your inner power to, um, you know, both protect yourself and uh, protect others. And, you know, we we have had history with uh, with creatures in Skyrim before um, that uh, were not necessarily positive. Uh, and so we've really remained recluse to uh, to elsewhere, but I think uh, with the way things have changed and the you know civil war being over, trade being so widespread, I think that uh, you know it it would be a, a positive for my uh, for my uh, religion to be able to expand to this area. So it seems that you might also call yourself a missionary as well. To spread the word of your teachings, um, not for myself, uh, because I, uh, because of my seclusion, I really, um, I am, I'm not a people cat. It's a, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm more focused on on perfecting my. Uh, you know my control and my power. Yeah, I thought it was weird. The first couple of days I met you, you kept sleeping up in the rafters of the the hotel over there. Well, there's less of a smell up there. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, thank you, guys. Sorry about that. Um, so, as we're um, approaching down, you get the. The smell coming, uh, the, uh, the sweet smell coming from uh, the meadery, and you also get the, the lovely smell of lavender as, as it's you can see growing up either side uh, of the, the roads that you're on and along the banks of the river. Um, as you're looking over, you, you do see the, the white rapids coming down. Um, can I get, um, uh, let's see, with uh, procession checks, can I get um, Luke and um, Jaquai? 
uh, to roll perception checks for me, please. Ooh, I poked an eye out. <laughs> yeah. Is it that one where you rub the eye and you just jam the, the tip of your finger right into? Yeah, the I was, I was, I was scratching my, I was scratching my head with my, with the, with the hilt of my dagger or something, my hilt of my uh, hunting knife, and almost poked my eye out. No, I rolled a four. Right. Okay. <laughs> and his yelp distracted me, so I rolled a five. <laughs> oh no. Okay, so. Uh, as you're walking down the, the noise of the river and you're sort of like not looking over, you're looking at the metery and you're thinking, oh, that looks really nice. And you see that the, um, the, um, was it the city off in the air and you're, and you're looking off so you can't really notice anything. You get um, close, close and you're just about to come down to the, the crossroads, the intersection. So if you turn left, it goes past the metering onto the system. And then when you turn right, um, it, it goes off down another road. Um, it's when you get right basically almost all the way down to the um to the road that you start hearing and then you you look over and you see this uh white-ish mostly white-ish uh husky um running down the side of the mountain being chased you think or being followed by this uh rather sort of like you know um, spindly, adept, um, uh, dark elf, hopping and climb, clambering its way down from what you know, Mouse, as White River Watch, and just kind of bounding himself as quickly, scuffing up the back, his back, sliding down on his heels to try and get the zone. Uh, this uh, mountainside scripture, screaming his head off as loud as he possibly can. What was it you were screaming? <laughs> Dramora! And just behind you, you hear this clanging, banging, and then just behind them, you hear this awful kaboom! Just behind them, as a six foot tall, in full black boot metal armor, and as you travel up, it lands on its right leg, on its foot, and then its left knee, and its hand at a three point landing. And then it looks up, and you see as it stands, all dressed in black armor, from the foot through to the waist. As it gets into the chest, you see red flares grow up behind the, the breastplate into a red and black painted face with horns sticking up that go back into slicked back black hair, uh, holding a steel greatsword. And it says, There you are, weakling! As you see a Dromora heading right towards you and everybody to roll initiative and head over to roll 20 as i'd let i'll guest introduce himself uh hey guys this is adam baker in fort worth texas uh i think that whole delay there was my fault <laughs> uh, uh we had to, couldn't get the invitation <laughs> sent out because um yeah. Uh, well, Adam, uh, I know well, you guys, um, we all know the reasons why he's not on Facebook, and everybody knows the reasons why. Um, if we all had a chance. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> of humans, basically. That's, that's the reason why. Um, but uh, if you'd like to introduce your character, as you see this uh, young, uh, in medium armor, um, 
Dunmar running towards you. Do you want to dr- describe what yourself and your companion look like to uh, to these surprised travelers you've just come across? <laughs> right. I guess a kind of typical dark elf, uh, light gray hair, gray ashy skin, um, 50-ish years old. Um, the I don't know if they would notice what my armor was right now, but they just see me running my ass off and uh, I do have a husky with me. Um, part of that reason why we're bringing the husky into this is because I have one here next to me. So if he does make any noise, it'll kind of be just like Skyrim with the <laughs> endless barking dog. But uh, yeah, I did uh, take him on a two hour walk today. So hopefully uh, he's asleep right now. Hopefully it'll stay like that. We can get uh, Victor's hush doggy mod. mod. Yeah, yeah, that mod. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'd just like to welcome Adam. Uh, he's been a, a great supporter of ASA podcasting from uh, the start. And, uh, yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, and a great welcome. supporter of, um, of Victor on his channel. and um, Which so- I saw today has over 100 uh, subscribers. Congratulations, Victor. Thanks. <laughs> Yeah, finally. So I've highlighted them. So that's what you see coming running across the bridge on your way. So guys, I would like you all to roll initiative, please. If I could get your initiative order. 18 for Luke. 20. 16. Six. Give me one second. <laughs> uh, so we have. Uh, so, Botty, was that a natural 20 or the 20? Uh, 17. Natural. Okay. So, uh, you were up to 20, so it was Botty. And then it was Luke with 18. Um, Jaquai is 14. I with 14. What would um, your initiative... Um, uh, sorry, I don't know your character's name, Adam. Yes. Oh, no, you oh, haven't, you, sorry, haven't yeah. you don't have to introduce yourself. You can wait until uh, introductions. Yeah, um, that makes more sense. We're in trouble, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Seems <laughs> that way. So, Dunmer. Yeah. Um, cross. So, what was your initiative? 16. So you 16 and you're also 16, wasn't you? Oh, you were 14, weren't you, did you cry? Yeah. Okay, so it's uh, done. Right? And why? I need to roll my side and okie doke so uh, up first is Botty so Botty as you're here at the top of this hill um, you're just uh, you're at the back of the pack Um, for some reason I just had the the eyes of you of uh, 
Mouse walking uh, along in the lead, sort of like leading you down, and um, Luke would probably be behind him, and then you're at the back strumming while um, Jaquai is sort of like watching the salmon what, uh, sort of like <laughs> jump up the rope. So, what would you like to do? And I, and I've seen him. I'm aware of this giant boom in the yeah. back. You're charging at us. Okay. Yeah, you you don't see him yet. He's um, he's off the map. He's just crashed landed. Um, trying his hardest to catch up with um, with these two. You see running off. It seems to be chasing. And you saw the Dunmar and his uh, husky who is following him, uh, running across the bridge as fast as they can. And uh, he's he's just screamed out, Dremora, and he seems to be running either in your direction or in the direction of okay. uh, of the meadery. I, I zoomed out a little bit. Now I can see everything a little better. What's happening? Okay. What shall we do? Um, well, Turn around. Run the other way. Yeah, exactly. Back to the crazy guy in Riverwood. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, gosh, body would probably um, quickly stash the loot and pull out the the <laughs> sword and 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 crouch and ready herself. I'm behind everyone, so let's say let's let's tap Luke and Mouse and say, guys, battle formation, ready ourselves. Okay, so you're gonna get that salmon out of your mouth, cat. <laughs> so you are going to hold your action until the what well, until somebody makes an aggressive move against you, whether it be the the Dunmar or uh, the Dramora. Yeah, I don't actually see the Dramora yet, so um, I don't think I'm going to approach the Dunmar. I think I'll let the see with the Dunmar if they go if he approaches us or. If he heads off somewhere else, there. Okay. Okay. So next up was Luke. Luke, what would you like to do? Okay. So uh, Luke, as his uh, ever protective mother hen self, is going to. Uh, uh, let's see. Let me see if I can grab my my guy here. Let's see. What I want. No, I, wait. Uh, yeah, I think that's what I, I think. I want the arrow. Yeah. By the way, I, I every I do this every time in roll twenty. I need to. Yeah, I, I that's move. Oh, You're the blue one, I think. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. No, you're right. Thank you. Yeah, I was. Uh, all right. So there you go. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, so five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. I don't want to get too far ahead of the group. Uh, I could move sixty because I'm not going to fight, but I'll mm-hmm. just move thirty. Okay. And uh, 30 and um, definitely have the shield. And um, what am I using? I'm using the Warhammer these days, I think. So shield out, Warhammer out, and um, uh, just uh, trying to, uh, to, to, to get get in front of the party and uh, see what uh, what's going to transpire here with this, uh, this new little development. Okay. So next we have, uh, and you haven't used your action to like uh, to double sprint. So are you holding your action in case somebody tries to attack you? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. At this point, not not readying a spell or anything at at mm-hmm. this point. Okay, no worries. Um, so, uh, Dunma, um, you you should have control of the two characters on the bridge. I've highlighted them. Can you see them? Yes, I see them. Yep. So you've got control okay. of both of those. So, what would you like to do? You just you should just be able to grab it I'm- and. Yeah, I'm going to come across the bridge to up there. The husky following. And call to the group I see over here for help. So yeah, you can say what what you like, or sort of like if you want to put anything, like rub any funk on it, sort of like um, uh, as the reasons why they'd want to help you, or sort of like you know anything. Yeah, the, uh, call to them and said the Dawn Guard needs your help. The Dramora is after me. That's your action. Did you want to uh, do an attack, or did you want to? Because you've got, um, if you wanted to attack, you could attack, or you could cast a spell, or you could use your action to run another thirty feet so you could get up with closer to the group, or um, uh, you could ready an attack. So if he gets too close, you could. How uh, far is the Dramora behind me? Let's see, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty. He's probably about. 60 to 70 feet away from you. Okay. Um, yeah, I do want to... Can I use my bonus action first? Yeah, you can use bonus to action. To cast Hunter's Mark on him. Yeah, go for it. Uh, just roll a d20. Uh, Hunter's Mark? I think it just takes, doesn't it? That's kind of what I thought. Yeah, I think it's uh, Hunter's Does Mark. Does he have a saving throw or anything? Uh, Hunter's Mark, one bonus action, 90 feet. Uh, you choose a tree- creature you can see and mis- mystically mark it as your quarry until the spell ends. Uh, you have an adventure from Wizard says. Yeah, so that just happens. So you don't have to roll okay. anything. It just, you, you've planted it on him and he is now marked. So... Um, you can choose a creature uh, until the spell ends, and it has it lasts up to one hour. It's concentration, right. and um, you deal one extra six, and you can track it um, uh, for the time it's on there. So if it disappears from your sight, you will know exactly where it is for the next hour. Right. Okay. Um, and I still have an action I can fire from there. Yes, you can. Okay. I'm going to attack with my longbow. Okay, go for it. <clears throat> 20. <laughs> Roll the natural 20, yeah? I did. Go for it. So, add damage. So, that will be... Uh, you'd roll the dice twice. So, whatever it dies, I believe it's a 1d10. So, roll uh, that what twice. It's a d8. Oh, it's a d8. Okay. Pretty sure, yeah. And um, roll, roll that twice. Can I get an extra... Okay. Uh, oh, one oh. and a three. Okay, so that's four, and now add your modifiers. So you have a um, plus two for archery, and then you have your um, 
dex bonus as well. Yeah, so uh, uh, nine. Total of nine damage. And then I get an extra two um, <laughs> for the hunter's mark. Yep, and roll that twice as well, because all the dice for a crit is doubled. Four and ten. Ten, so the first one was nine, so that's nineteen total, yes? Yes. And now I've used my twenty for uh, the rest of... It seems well-timed, since I've just got this dice out recently, when we were planning this, I've been sitting here rolling it and never got a 20. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way that goes. Amazing. Awesome. Okay, so next up is Jaquai, and then Mouse... Um, oh, no, it's not. So Jaquai, you're up next. Okay, so I'm going to pull up uh, next to Luke. Okay. And... I'll hold my action from there. So if anybody gets in melee with you, you want to use your action to attack, yes? Yep, yep. So, after Jaquai, it is the knight's turn. And coming from 5, 10, 15, 15, so he's going to move in action, so that's probably 30 to there. See him sprint and use all his movement to get onto the bridge, all the way across the bridge, and then he and ends his movement there, screaming bloody murder at, at um, you, Mr. Dunmar, um, and wanting to do some serious damage. So, after that is Mouse's turn. Mouse, what would you like to do? Well, Mouse is going to move over to here to protect... Luke and Jaquai. He's going to hold his action for now and scream, what does the Dawn Guard have to do with a Dramora? Uh, <laughs> and that's, that's as much as Mouse is going to do right now. Okay. Hey, uh, Colin Luke with his ever-present uh, ever uh, uh, inquisitiveness. Um, what 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 does what does Luke know of the Dawn Guard? Uh, probably not much, but roll a history check. Okay. Ooh, let's see. There's proficiency there. Let's see. History for eleven. Yeah, eleven. Yeah. So the Dawn Guard are. Um, you know that they're vampire hunters. You don't know okay. the full history of it. You just know that they're a faction that grew up out of some, apparently, um, a few years ago in Skyrim. Everybody heard about it. There was a huge rise in vampire attacks all across the area. And uh, this other faction, Thorngard, rose up uh, in opposition to this. And um, you started seeing more and more patrols of them and... And now they try to, they do as what they've always done, gone out looking for 
uh, vampires or any threats, um, undead or um, sort of like otherwise, um, to people. So, you know, you see the patrols going about the, the place, Mouse would know this, that they you know, like look in caves and look in ancient ruins and things like that and sort of like hear whispers of vampires to try and find them out. And sometimes they stumble upon things that are not exactly vampires but are still a threat, so they try to kill them. Um, cool. Um, Thanks. Next is Botty. It's back round to you, Botty. Alright. Um, I should move up with the rest of the group. Actually, now I'm going to duck behind the house over here. Sorry. 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 So, as far as you can get, would probably be just behind maps. Alright, well, I'll hop behind the mouse over here then. Get my cursor here, see. Five, ten. Go about right there. Okay, and what would you like to do? Would you like to cast uh, any bonus actions or any actions? Or are you going to hold your action? I'll hold just in case we get into the brouhaha here. So after um, Botty, it's Luke again. So did 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 the Dramora come into view, or is he still kind of off off screen there? He's right on the other. He's right at the end of the bridge there. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. I, sorry. I wish I had moved further away. <laughs> <laughs> he so, caught so, up to me really quick. <laughs> so yeah, Colin, just... do, I, do I generally? No, or Dramora generally generally recognized as uh, as you're as, evil, yes. As, yeah. as, okay, all right, all right. So I, I, I don't, all right, I don't, I don't feel so bad then. All right, this 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 seems reasonably clear cut. All right, so uh, Luke is going to uh, try out one of his new toys. Um, we go here. He is. Um, let's see. I think I'm within sixty. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. 25, 30, 35, 40. Well, actually, no, there's a ruler. I could even, even, even better. Uh, Luke there, and yeah, yeah. Oh, almost perfect. Okay. Yeah, so this is not a covered bridge or anything. We, we can see him, correct? Yes, definitely. Yeah, it only comes up to just uh, above his knee. Okay. Yeah. So Luke is going to uh, fling his new shatter spell at the Dramora. Uh, which uh, he gets he, a sudden loud ringing noise painfully intense erupts from a point of your choice within range and that point of my choice will be uh, right 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 there uh, right on the Dramora right right where the Dramora is because it's uh, it'll be well away from friend Dunmer uh, and uh, each creature in a 10 foot radius center in that point must make a constitution saving throw uh, 3d8 on a failed save or half as much on a successful save Okay, so, and you said a con save, yes? Con, yes. Um, so, it's a 16 plus 4, so that's 20. Uh, that certainly saves. All right, so he takes then, ooh, not a very good roll. He takes uh, 6, 9, 4. Round down, so only 4 points of damage. Okay, and let me get back to... 
Well, hang on though. Do I have my? Hang on, my. I've got my special little little gimmick. Uh, sorry, I haven't looked at my character sheet in a while. We didn't. Let's see. Uh, I've got my. Uh, oh, let's see. Wrath is true. Uh, no, no, that's the wrong. I've got that uh, thing that lets me. Um, no, it's okay. No, it's thunder or lightning specifically. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not. Um, it's not all the main spell, so it would not apply to shatter. So okay, never mind. I'm I'm all done. Okay. Okay. So Luke's done. Um. So after mm-hmm. Luke is uh, the Dunma. Okay, I'm going to walk backwards here. Dog will follow. Um, firing another arrow at the Dramora. Okay. Uh, 14 to hit. Total, give me one second. Uh, no, that does not hit. Oh. So, uh, is there anything you've got your uh, hunter's mark on him? Um, so, um, is there anything else you'd like to do? No, you use your bonus section. Uh, that's a good concentration. Um, no, that's it. You use your action to attack, but missed, I'm afraid. So, after the Dunmar is Jaquai. Jaquai? Well, I don't have anything ranged, so I am just going to switch sides on Luke and hold there. Right. And after Jaquai, it's the dumbest. It's, uh, five, 10, 20, 30, yeah, so he just bolts as fast as he can and he, he smells blood so that is just above 30 i think let's see he was there so that's uh, 5 10 15 20 25 30 yeah so 30 was there so he uses movement to get in melee with you uh, so he uses he can't attack but he's now right up against you um mr dark elf so after that, I believe he hasn't got anything else. Give me one sec. I'll see if he can do anything. Uh, while he's there, any bonus actions? Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> We've only just met. Um. Nope. So that's uh, for that. So after that, it is mouse. Mouse is still wondering why the hell he should help this Dunmer. <laughs> um, is he thinking that to himself, or is he thinking that out loud? Well, he's uh, no, he's thinking it to himself. But seeing as things are happening as they are, um, he's going to hold his ground and uh, pull out his bow and fire uh, from where he stands because he wants to stay near his party. Um, so we're gonna fire an arrow at least it's the least he can do at the Dramora okay so roll an attack <clears throat> that would be uh, sorry I lost my uh, uh, that would be a 16 
16. 16. You hit him, but it hits uh, the shoulder part of the armor and just bounces off. And you see the arrow splinter against his armor. Doesn't mm. hit. Nah. Mm. Armor's too tough. Um, so, is there anything you'd like to do for a bonus action? Uh, at this point, no. I don't think so. I don't think there's much I can do without any more information. So... And uh, after mouse, it's back round to body again. All right, I'm I'm going to try to do something I haven't yet done. Um, I'm going to try to cast a spell here, so you might have to try to help me through this. Um, this spell has a range of sixty feet, and it affects. A creature within a 10 foot radius sphere centered on that point so can I as body say that I'm good enough where I can aim the spell where it will hit like say right here where it will hit the Dremora but not the Dunmer am I that good where I can I know it has a 10 foot radius so I can cast it right beside you know both of them but only hitting one of them so you, you want you want it sort of like you know plant it there yeah, exactly. So it only hits the the, the Dremora, not the Dunmer. Okay, and which spell is this? Uh, shatter. Shatter. Oh, we're getting double shatters. Um, so yeah, you can uh, plant it right there. That's uh, just what uh, Luke done. He planted it right on him, but you can sort of like plant it behind. And, yeah, uh, I just didn't want another... to hit the... Yeah, so because it's a point you choose, it states that specifically in the spell. Mm-hmm. And that was a constitution save again, wasn't it? Yes. So that is... Oh, is not so good. Um, that is a 6 plus 4. So that's a 10. That's a fail. Nice. So roll your damage. Was there anything extra to shatter? Other than the damage? Uh, let me read real quick. Um, a creature takes 3d8 thunder damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. A creature made of inorganic material such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on the saving throw. Yeah, what is it your mora made out of? Are they? Do they have flesh to them? Pure they evil. They're just concentrated evil? It's, oh, it also says a non-magical object that isn't being worn or carried also takes the damage. If it's in the spell's area, yeah. If if um, so, I could shout at an object and hurt it. Yeah, or yeah. Uh, or okay. like a, a loads of glass bottles, or like you know, it destroys somebody's oh, yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. So just roll three d eights. Three d eights. Three d eight. Roll. A seven, one, and a two. Ooh, minus ten. Ten. Oh yeah, sorry, ten, not minus ten. I was thinking about what I'm taking off his health. <laughs> <laughs> you, you done minus ten damage. You healed him. Well done, boy. I helped him. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Would you like a massage, Mister Jamora? <laughs> so, is there any uh, bonus actions you'd like to perform or movement? Um, you'd like to move anywhere? Gosh, 
right there. I'm gonna head over this way. Okay. After Botty, it is Luke again. Okay. Um. Hmm. Let's see. So wait, I got No, 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 it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't trying to, was trying to do the ruler. Uh, there we go. Too late, you, you've already moved in. <laughs> <laughs> you took your hand off. off. Yeah. As you say. Uh, no, okay, no, that's, that's, uh, that's within range, so Luke will, uh, he will indeed just mosey right up there and, uh, try to smash the drawer's head in with his, with his war hammer. Uh, swinging, swinging one-handed. Let's see what we got here. Oh, natural 20. Nice. Yeah, so roll your damage dice twice and then add your uh, bonuses afterwards. Six. Plus two is eight. Plus four is 12. 12. This guy is looking pretty. Beat up. Uh, jumping out of the. of basically the cave and jumping all the way down the mountain to try and catch up. But the Dumara seems to have taken its toll and he's starting to look a a very weary. And you see blood and things like that coming out of him and covering uh, the outside of his armor. So, um, is there any uh, bonus actions or anything like that you'd like to do? I am done. Okay, so after that, it is Jaquai. Alright. I'll move on up. And make an attack. So, 19. 19 hits. And it's a claw attack. And it's a 6. Uh, plus uh, four, so ten. Ten damage. Okay. What was that? Ten damage or ten to hit? Uh, ten damage. Ten damage. Okay, sorry, I missed up. I uh, zoned out there. Missed that you hit him. So. <laughs> okay. Since he didn't uh, go down in the heap, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll hit him one more time. Go with that. Uh, so this one is twenty-one. Yeah. As you're coming up for the the second attack, um, 
you see after your last attack, you see that the the blood start to tear out because you you only went to the uh, the only unarmored part of him was around his throat and his head. Everything else was just covered in this really thick, uh, shiny black with bits of red glowing from underneath the plate. Everything else was all covered in this really thick ebony daedric armor. The only part of him that was free was the was his throat and his head. And that's what you went for and just managed to get with your with your 19 o'clock it. As you're coming up for your second attack, you see the blood pouring out of his throat and then suddenly everything starts to glow like a purple glow all around him and he starts to disappear and then suddenly he just vanishes into nothing. My, my. And just disappears from sight. As you as you killed him, he disappeared, and um, got um, was it banished back to oblivion. Well, you guys really saved my bacon. The Dawn Guard thanks you. My name is Eris Andaris, and this is Flair. I gestured towards the dog. Do you either now that we've now that we've settled down a little bit, uh, do either or either of you, uh, you or the dog, visibly injured? No. Okay. How did you scare up that Dremora, Dunmer? I was coming uh, down the road along the river, saw some green smoke up uh, at the top of the hill. Um, there's a cave up there. I think it's called White River Watch or something. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. I took a look inside. There was a lot of uh, kind of scrawlings everywhere along the walls. Kind of at first, I thought it looked like just the ravings of a madman. Um, as I kept investigating, I started to see uh, some Diedrich writings. Um, got further into the cave. And there was obviously some kind of conjuration going on. Um, when I heard. Uh, this conjurer claims success in a bright purple flash and a voice say, Lord Dagon thanks you. And at that point, I saw a uh, great sword get shoved through that conjurer's back and fly upward, splitting him in two. And that's when I decided to haul ass. Hmm. <clears throat> I've never known that cave to be anything but a home to bandits. Yeah, there weren't any dead bodies or anything like that. It kind of looked like someone had just been camping there. Hmm. It was my uh, curiosity of the green smoke I saw that uh, got me into trouble. And I appreciate you guys helping me out. What did you say your name was again? Eris. Eris. My name is Mouse. Nice to meet you, Mouse. And I'm Luke. Nice to meet you, Luke. Jaquai. Jaquai, nice to meet you. And thank you for those uh, claw attacks. <laughs> body. Uh, body, way down there. Yeah, uh, down there. Nice body. Hi. <laughs> okay, so as you uh, meet the, the new Dalmar, you're, uh, <coughs> you notice that around you that even though there was blood spilled, it doesn't seem to be any remains of the... Uh, um, 
uh, of the Dramora. Um, you did notice that the weapon that he's with the great great sword that he was wielding. Um, is it Eris? Is that are you spelling that A E R I S or Eris E R E R I S E R I S? Um, as you um, were uh, noticing that the Dramora himself um, was uh, wielding a steel great sword, and uh, although he was in full Daedric armor, you you would notice that there's from your research with the Dawn Guard of sort of like you know checking into things that uh, go bump in the night uh, it was probably a low level it's nothing like a Dramora Lord or a Dramora General it was probably a, a Valkanaz or a Markanaz something that's a low ranking of uh, and your surmise that that's why the summoning went wrong is because the person didn't know exactly what they were doing and summoned a, a low level Dramora and then it um, didn't have it bound properly so it went rogue and just wanted to kill everything it saw, which the last thing it saw it was you at the edge of the cave. <clears throat> so, what would you guys like to do? As you're uh, looking about yourselves, sort of like uh, <coughs> dusting yourselves off, um, you do look down the side of the road and you do see some um, guards and uh, yellow guard armor slowly walking up the road towards the uh, the uh, the meadery and uh, along the side of roads um, new to all these but uh, also new to you mouse and to you uh, Eris is that as you look along the side of the road uh, all along the, the front of the um, the meadery is um, yellow and blue bunting and it goes from the meadery along all the the uh, torches the lanterns that uh, line the sides of the road all the way down to Whiterun City and you just see them spread these little yellow and blue alternate colours uh, in triangular shaped bunting just going all the way across and down spreading along the side of the road all the way down towards the city we can, which you can see off in the distance the Fashnak Parade <laughs> well, friends, I don't know about you, but uh, I feel like a, a mead. I'm going to go into the meadery and get myself a mead. Calm my nerves. So as as uh, as we're walking toward the meadery, because I, I hardly endorse uh, endorse Mouse's ideas, uh, I'll sort of look to Mouse and Eris as sort of the the, the locals is. Is, is is it common that there are people summering Dramora in these caves and hills around here? Is this a common thing? No, like I said, the last I was here, that was a bandit cave, if I remember correctly. I don't know what what happened up there. At least I don't think I know. <laughs> yeah, um, see. Uh, Aris, you would know this, that it's, caves are very nice haunts for um, not very nice things. Things like to stay in caves. Uh, uh, the, the rest of the party, you guys know this as well, is that bad things like caves and the bad things that take over caves are not always exactly the same thing. Sometimes it's bandits who like to control sort of like, you know, maybe a keep or a tower. But um, if something worse comes along, 
that it can take it from them, and when they try and come and take it over, it sort of like can scare them away. So, um, if the bandits have been cleared out, if it's well known that it's a, a bandit hideout, and the guard go in there to clear it out, it's probably fair game for somebody else to go in and sort of like use the space, as it were, while it's unoccupied. Would Mouse know about uh, conjuring happening? You know, a little farther down the road. Um, that would be like um, like a big history check. Um, okay. So you can roll a history check, but I, um, you're not proficient in it. But mm-hmm. roll anyway. If you get a roll, uh, like a natural twenty, I'll just punch <laughs> in the in the eye. Nope. Just uh, 18. 18. 18. Um, you, you know the surrounding areas, um, and you actually will know of, uh, because it's right at the top of a hill, so you will know that the, um, um, I've forgotten what it's called. The stone, the ritual stone. There, thank you. Uh, the ritual stone, because it stands on a hill. Uh, it's got some uh, of those arches, ruins around the outside of it. So, it's uh, something as you walk past that. If you get curious, and a mouse is a, is a very curious guy, he wants to know most of his surroundings. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Luke, Luke uh, there there is a stone like the ones we found on the way to Riverwood. That's a little farther down the road. That uh, seems to be a. Uh, a favorite place for for conjurers and necromancers. I guess that's ah. fair for me to say. Oh, okay. That's about all I know about it. Okay, so um, do you guys um, venture into the uh, into the Midri? Are you following Mouse in? Oh yeah, Mouse is going. <laughs> he's, yep, yep. He, he's not even looking back anymore. Eris yep. yeah. says, this round's on me, guys. I <laughs> you. Let's go in. That I can get behind. Thank you, Eris. <laughs> I was a little unsure about you there for a minute, but... Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you all head inside, and uh, inside, it's uh, pretty clean, and um, the, the smell of me, there's lots of um, bottles at the back, and at the counter, you see um, sort of like a, an oldish man, probably... Um, you know, mid fifties, maybe no, no, yeah, about mid fifties. Bald head with uh, a little mustache, and uh, he looks up to you and goes, "Ah, good evening, afternoon, gentlemen and uh, lady. Um, uh, what can I get you? Are you just here for um, deliveries or anything like that, or are you just popping in for a mead?" Well, since the Dunmer's buying, I'd like a bottle of your best reserve. <laughs> I raise my eyebrows. <laughs> well, you you think to yourself you're you're glad it's not uh, a Black Briar meadery, so uh, <laughs> it's a it's a little bit uh, cheaper in here. But uh, he goes, oh, uh, fair enough. Um, that is going to run you like five silver. As he as he looks to the Dunma. Very well. Okay. Is uh, everybody else uh, drinking the same, or are we all just getting uh, a mead? A uh, a a a, a uh, regular mead for for me will will be ample. So he he brings out all the the meads that you all ask him. Uh, total with um, 
the the hunting brew reserve um and all the rest of them being regular i would i i would guess without anybody speaking up um probably the whole thing's going to run you about seven silver So, right. uh, seat, seats to, to off to the right yeah. and the left. You've got probably got a, a larger table uh, to the to the right hand side, just below the window. And uh, the gentleman, the, the Norga gentleman behind the uh, the um, the counter with the the bald head and the sort of like the black mustache, is uh, delivers your drinks. Just goes back to the bar. So Jaguar's going to walk up to the bartender and ask him if he has ever heard of Jarendar. Okay. Um, I am... Uh, I'm sorry, friend. I uh, One, I'm not particularly good with names, but um, uh, and definitely not foreign names. Um, sorry. Do you know any Khajiit? Um, I know a few that go in, but I I know them to look at them. Uh, I, d I don't exactly know them to name. I know when they go into right one, sometimes they pop in here, pick up some supplies, but um, I I'm really bad with names. Sorry. All right. Big guy, brown and black stripes. Is that ringing a bell? Um... Uh, no, most of the ones that I get in here are, well, mostly they're always in armor, so I can't really see. I mean, they, you can see the face, but um, not that I remember with black and brown stripes, no. Mm. Well, appreciate it. Uh, that was good mead. I'm going to get some more. Anybody <laughs> hungry? Get some bread and cheese? <coughs> mm. I can say one on me. Yep. on me, Aaron. Have no fear. Is this going to take very long? No, no, Jaquai. Because I, I mean, I can see the the city's just right there. I'm a little hungry. I, just just give me give me a minute. I like some cheese. You, are you hungry? Or, are you hungry because you missed with an arrow? Why? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm hungry because I'm hungry. All right, fine. So I'm going to buy another round and uh, and some bread and cheese for everybody. And uh, I kind of walk over to Jaquai and kind of speak to him that I, I'm curious about him looking for a Khajiit. And I mentioned that uh, I also am, but I'm looking for a female. Um, yeah, I, I'm in search for my brother. Um, I haven't seen him in in probably twenty years, uh, but uh, uh, my my master at the monastery sent me in search of him. I understand. So how much did that uh, round cost me? Uh, oh, great DM. Probably about if you're buying the the same stuff again, another seven silver plus bread and cheese. All right, so I'm good. Here you go, everybody. So, uh, don't the Dawn Guard usually travel in patrols? What are you doing alone, Aaron? Eris. Sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. 
Alpo, Aaron. Uh, yeah, Mouse is not real good with names. I say, I say, well, I'm I'm mostly just a scout, really. Um, my dog and I here, uh, we don't go on huge, massive war patrols. Um, I do mostly small jobs. Um, Durak, my boss, basically just treats me like an errand boy most of the time. But uh, as you can see, sometimes there's a little danger with it when you peek into the wrong cave. Yeah, I would, uh, I would say so. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll just sit here and sip the rest of my mead. I could Buddy, really go for songs about Primoras. I could really go for some ale pie right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, what time of day of it is this? Um, yeah, you're probably looking at about midday, so probably you can get into a, a bit of the <laughs> afternoon, I would say. So you're probably looking around about one or two in the afternoon, sort of like you know the sun's probably up and nice and sort of like you know. It's uh, it's pretty crisp out. It's quite a nice day. Sounds like your dog's hungry, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> Flair says it's time to get moving. <laughs> I agree with the Jaquai that uh, we might as well head into White Run instead of staying here day drinking. <laughs> Fine. <sighs> I'm ready. So uh, everybody gets their. Uh, uh, their meads put away and then sort of like you know uh, the the man behind the bar says um, thank you uh, thank you for your business uh, come again uh, don't forget uh, hunting brew meadery it's um, don't go for uh, any of that uh, black briar swill uh, <laughs> definitely stick with the, the hunting brew and uh you head out, and as you come outside, you turn left, and as you can see, as you're carrying on down towards the world, there is a couple of um, guard patrols um, walking down. There's probably two guards walking towards you at the moment, probably about a good, sort of like, you know, ten minutes from you as you're heading down towards um, the city of Whiterun. Bet those guards didn't even notice, or if they did, they pretend they didn't. Uh, mouse. It was but the work of uh, less than a minute before we dispatched the Dramora. You he don't read cards like I do, Luke. So as you are uh, heading down, so you're just um, approaching the gates. As you um, come around the corner, you come past the um, the stables, and um, there's a few farms on your left. Um, workers in it, and um, <clears throat> you are uh, approaching the gates, uh, and as you come up and circle around, you got the river that's coming just below it, and you head all the way up and through um, where the um, which we call it the uh, the main gate is, and up there onto the left is the gate entrance into the city. You've been here a couple of a few times, Mouse, and so have you, Eris. So. You, you walk up and stuff like that, and outside you have uh, four guards, uh, two on either side, and 
like uh, one of them's got a little table next to him and it's got um was it uh, uh, a book like a big ledger on it he's got some stuff like you know uh charcoal and stuff like that is right up to it and as you they see your approach so as you're walking up to the front coach it's, it's uh um uh afternoon people and uh what is your business in white run today So I'll go up and ask them if they've, when's the last time uh, the Khajiit caravan has been in town? Um, oh, uh, he looks over and he, he goes, uh, Cord, do you know when the, when um, the Khajiit were back last uh, through? He goes, yeah, about a week. Um, you're probably looking about um, a week or a little bit more before they, uh, before they return. Um, if you want to, uh, your best bet is, uh, talking to your solder in the, um, uh, in the merchant shop. She'd, uh, know the most, um, sort of like, you know, definitely the schedule of when they're coming back, who's with them, anything like that. So it's the, the shop in the main, main market square and, uh, it's, uh, your solder you're looking for. It's solder. Mm. Thank you. Uh, I'll, uh, go look her up. It's, um... Sorry, John, but because um, of the uh, the event today, um, so and uh, I don't, sorry, I don't recognize Emma. I recognize uh, your armor, fella, but I'm still gonna have to uh, have to take your name. So, can I get uh, your names, please? My name is Eris and Doris. Uh, Eris and Doris of the Dawn Guard. And uh, are these guys uh, are these, and this uh, gentleman with you, this lady with you? Well, the, these are all traveling with me uh, briefly. They've uh, been of uh, great help to me recently. They're all great people. What's so, with sorry, all yes. the yellow and blue bunting? And he sort of like, you know, he looks over and he uh, looks uh, back at you. He's still got the, the, the full face uh, helmet. And um, this is the guy. But you look over here to your right, and he goes, you, and he goes, you, you do know it's uh, Siege Stone, right? And Siege Stone, you all know Siege Stone, the the national sport of the Nords. Siege Stone tournament it's going on today. It goes, it's going to be the guards against uh, the Wind uh, Windhelm guards versus the White Run guards. So does Mouse know of this? Everybody knows. Well, you all know what Seedstone is. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Everybody knows what Seedstone is. <laughs> oh, of course. Yes. Yes. Seedstone. Uh, yeah. So, as you um, look look to your right, you look to the guy that they called uh, Cord uh, for a second. You, you kind of double take. All the other guards, all of them have the full face, um, uh, the full helmet, um, sort of like hiding the face so you can't see it. And they have the the white, uh, sorry, the yellow sort of like you know sash coming across, sort of like you know hanging off from the back, the sword and the shield. But as Cord uh, turns around, where you see him full face on, you see that his shield um, is not wooden and with the yellow paint as you normally recognise. Uh, his shield is made of bone. It seems to be the breastplate from a very very large creature. Um, you don't recognise it, but um, it, it seems to be a very serious-looking shield. 
Um, it goes. Um, so anyway, gentlemen uh, and young lady, could I get your um, your names, please? Uh, just for the race of today, um, with the event going on, we just want to make sure of we know who is who's coming in. I'm Septimus. Septimus. Septimus and he's sort of like, you know, pointing around that. And um, yourself there, the uh, the priest, the acolyte? Uh, Luke Icewalker. Okay. Right. Uh, Luke um You guys, um, you got, which way are you guys coming in from? Why does it matter? Um, well, it's uh, for the safety of the city, and we've heard a few things. Which way are you guys coming in from? What have you heard? Um, do you want to go in the sea? Where are you guys coming from? Why Why are you being so evasive? I'm not coming guy. from here. I'm not being evasive, sir. I'm, I'm wondering why well, stop, you want to know. Well, then stop from. asking, answering my questions with questions. I just asked you a pretty reasonable question. I'm a gate guard. I'm trying to ascertain that the people I'm letting in the gate are safe, and I just asked you whereabouts you were coming from. If there's something of where you're coming from where you have a little bit of trouble back then, then I need to know about it. Hmm. Riverwood. Okay, so... Right, she came on that road. Did you come in from Falkreath? I look over at Luke and raise an eyebrow. I, 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 I give a nod. As far as I'm concerned, we have nothing to hide. Yes. I just nod it. I, my, my, I nod at Mouse and maybe yeah. a very small shrug. Yeah. We came from Falkreath, yes. Hmm. Okay. Um, sorry, and um, your two names? Um, I'm guessing uh, Jaquai and Barty, right? Yes, I am Jaquai. Luke's just, or uh, Mouse's name, <coughs> shaking his head. Oh, well, uh, welcome to uh, White Run. And I uh, hope you enjoy the festivities and uh, enjoy your stay. And he sort of um, he looks at you, and this is um, the the gate guard that's at the table, um, who's got the the ledger and is writing in the names. Cord has been silent through this whole thing, but he's just sort of like standing there, isn't it? But the gate guard oh, sort of like you know, sorry. Yeah. And um, he turns around and he goes, well, I hope you enjoy your festivities like they... And he sort of like looks you up and down, Mouse. And he goes, um, that's that's nice, quiet armor you've got there. Notice all the, the flaps and the hooks and eyes. No buckles, nothing that makes a lot of noise. It's real nice, made, well-made armor. Where'd you get it? As Mouse, as Mouse uh, is about to answer, Luke uh, Luke does a big sort of stretch and like intentionally like rattles every part of his armor that we know is really really loud. 
just to drive home the point that we're not a stealthy party. <laughs> well, as Mouse I said, sort of shrugs it off and says, "Can I wager on this game?" Yeah. Um. Well, depends on who you speak to. Uh, you'll probably find business like that in uh, inside the um, uh, in the inn. So uh, you guys can uh, head in. Uh, thanks for uh, for turning up today, and uh, the the gates are open to you, and everybody heads on in through the gates. Unless you have uh, anything to add as you go through. No, I just uh, uh, I will look at the guards and nod my head and thank thank them seriously. Thank you for okay. letting us in. Have a nice day. As you step through, and uh, as you're sort of like walking up, um, you, t- you turn around, Max, just to check as you're walking through. Um, and anybody else who wants to check as well, he's not hiding it. Uh, Cord is following you up. Mm. And uh, I think we'll end it there. Um, thank you very much, everybody, for uh, joining us on at Skyrim 10 AD, uh, episode 31, I believe. Um, I always have to check afterwards to see if I'm actually right. Um, but um, thank you very much to all my players and our special guest, Adam, for joining us. Him, uh, Eris, and Flair for joining us. And uh, two natural 20s on my Dramore, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get to hit anybody. That was just cruel. <laughs> the- the force was not with you. Yeah. Two, two, two shatter spells. One of them a crit, and uh, and a critical strike with a longbow. Uh, well, thank you very much, everyone. And um, for those on uh, YouTube, if anybody's watching, we'll be back in about five minutes uh, after uh, the break. Good. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And welcome, Adam. Thanks. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, that's a, a lot of warmer welcome than you got from Max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, why is Victor being such a dick? And I was like, oh, I remember Val. <laughs> oh, what? I remember Mouse, how Mouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mouse, Mouse, is a, Mouse is a bit of a dick. <laughs> Causing trouble nonstop. Well, and he's raised in Skyrim, so he's maybe, you know, has a little bit of a thing for Dunmer. Skyrim 1080 would like to thank Tabletop Audio for the use of their music in this podcast. If you would like to find more music like this, just go to tabletopaudio.com for more information. Thank you. Thank you for downloading this edition of Skyrim 1080. Email the show at skyrim10ad at gmail.com. For more information, please visit asapodcasting.com where you will find a Skyrim Attic podcast, the Fallout feed, and our Amazon link which benefits the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Find our social media in the show notes. Thanks for listening.